Hey friends, welcome back to Eat, Live, Love, Indulge with me, your host, Kathy Wakili. Uh, good and, uh, morning. Uh, I'm here with Richie. Hey, Rich. Hello. Good morning, babe. How are you, babe? We are podcasting this morning. Oh, you're being nice because it's Valentine's Week. Shut up. Babe. We are podcasting this morning from our pajamas. Do you you think I'm a babe or you say that because you got used to it over these years? (laughs) You're my babe. Okay, so I'm not really technically a babe. Well, yeah, of course you are. To me, you are. I mean, I don't know if you're a babe out there, you know, in in the world, but you're a babe to me. Wow, I wonder if... How your listeners feel about me being a babe (laughs) this Valentine's weekend. Okay, okay, I get you, I get you. Hit me up if you think I'm a babe. (laughs) Well, the funny thing is, I do get a lot of, um, uh, you don't mind, you mind not sipping or slurping your coffee into the mic? Be a little bit more, you know. I mean, we did say good morning. I'm sure everybody's sipping coffee. I know, but you don't need to slurp it into the mic. Jesus, I went from a babe to a slurper. (laughs) So we had a busy week and it's good to take a day off and just hang out in our pajamas. It's cold here in New Jersey. We just got back from Memphis and we had some fun down there. And, uh, you know, we've been spending a lot of time down in Memphis these days, down at Remington College and working with the students at uh, Kathy Wakili's Real Culinary Kitchen. It's been fun. It's been fun. Yeah, I, I get to see you uh, in your element. Uh, teaching uh, is uh, a thing that you love to do, and you're very detailed at it. Well, and, 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 and I see how you don't cut any corners when you're teaching. It's not like you're delegating. You're actually in the grind doing oh, yeah. it with the students. Absolutely. That's what I'd it's be all delegating. About. So a lot of people learn by technique and watching someone do it hands-on and that's the best way to teach not just telling somebody what to do no but i actually see you also help cleaning up afterwards oh yeah well instructors are supposed to no it's not (laughs) but you know that's your thing that's what you do you always go in full you know 110 percent. that's what you taught our kids well, I'm I still just trying, think, I'm trying. I'm still trying to do the makeup classes on that shit. But I think that once you teach people that there's no, um, you know, there's no no task that is beneath you, then they're more apt to respect you because if you're doing it along with them, they don't feel like you're their superior so much. You are they're they're equal. Yeah. You understand, and it, it gives I think people respect you more because you're not afraid to do the hard work. Well, yeah. And the grunt work if you or show anything people, like that. You're right. When I was, you know, very involved in, the, you know, my businesses, I um, I did that. I you get your do, hands you know, dirty. Yeah. Even ha- showing my guys how to clean the bathrooms back then at the gas stations. Absolutely. I used to you put know? on gloves. Yeah. And just get in there and I used to show them. Yeah. If some, you know, if you want it done right, you have to show them your way, you know? But at so this, if your you way know, is the right way. As, you, at this you know? part of our lives, at our age. You got to cut little corners here and there. You know what I mean? Well, you have your way and I have my way. And okay. I don't think that, you know, I'm going to change any anytime soon. But it's been a fun time. And, you know, the thing I love about going down to Memphis is I noticed just in this past few years of uh, visiting Memphis, and we still have to go to Graceland. We still, each time we go, we say, okay, next time we're going to Graceland. Next time we're going to Graceland. But each time we do go, we see a little bit more. We were... um you know, this time of, I forced. Yeah, instead of going to Graceland, one of the, you know, big, big attractions and, you know, one of my favorite 
artists of all time, Elvis Presley's home, we did not go down and visit Graceland. Instead, we went to the Brass uh, Bass Pro Shops. You know, if you if anybody knows what Bass Pro Shop is, it's a, it's a outdoors outdoorsman or outdoors woman or outdoor person's heaven. Yeah, but this place here is like it's uh, a mecca. steroids. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, they got a river through it. Yeah, they've got boats inside of it. They've got a restaurant. There's a uh, hotel. I There's a lodge spe- there. I could have spent uh, a day just there, but Kathy yeah. was rushing me along the way. So if you drive through myself. Memphis that in this part of town, you see this huge, huge pyramid. pyramid. And I don't know what it was at one time. It looks, like, it looks like, what's it, what's, what's that? The Lexor of, of uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, it does. It's, that, it's like that. It's Is that big. the shape of a building and in the middle of uh, Memphis. Yeah. You know. And uh, it, it's kind of like a standout thing. It's like a monument. But I guess, you know, it doesn't look like anything outdoorsy. But when you go in there, it's like really very cool. It's very cool. It is. I have to admit, it's very cool. So have, they have everything for the outdoorsy person in you. If you love to fish, if you love to hunt, if you just want to go camping. Um, did they have water sports? I mean, everything. They ATVs. had ATVs. They had Really, everything under the sun. And they have animals in there, too. They have the alligator tank. Alligator tank. They have tank, fish everywhere fish. in the pond. It's pretty cool. So it's something to see. And it, it, there is a hotel there that's built into it. But you know what? It's It's been a lot of fun. Uh, there's a lot more to see in Memphis. Yes. You know, the waterfront so yes. that they're building up. Yes. And I know that down on Front Street, each time we go, we see more construction and more development and it's really shaping along nice. I can't wait to go. It seems like every time we go to Memphis, the weather, it rains. Yeah. And it's cold, you know, it's rainy and we, we don't really get a chance to walk around as much. But this time we did a little bit. It was colder, but it was nice. Actually, it was one of the coldest times that they've had in Memphis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was pretty chilly. But uh, at the end of the day, people just down there in Tennessee, I guess... Are just friendlier, like you know, They're coming so from nice. New Jersey, you're walking down the street and people are looking up at you and saying hello. It's like, what's what the matter with that guy? Yeah, <laughs> you know. But, but it was really nice, and I enjoyed again. Yeah. I I really do enjoy um, cooking and showing, you know, teaching people how to cook and just basics, you know, simple basics. You would be surprised how many people just need help in that area. Well, that's why I think uh, you know. Kath, you should start doing some sort of a uh, f- uh, filmed or videoed I web think- series of you cooking. Because, like I said, we've I'm sure uh, some of your listeners have followed you on Instagram and seen some of the pictures that we posted right. while you were in action. Yeah. But a picture is great, but the actual motion of it. Right. I know is a, is a lot more uh, and, and, informative. And, and, and even if you just even if you don't do a whole thing, you start it off with like doing a well, that's a, you know what I've been, you know, I get a lot of requests in my inbox and uh, through my social media and I get a lot of emails as well asking when I want to start that. And I'm, I really uh, have been talking to my editor and producer with the podcast here about starting an eat, live, love, indulge web series oh, and wow. teaching, you know, where we teach people how to cook too. And so, you and know, cooking you with me in the at? kitchen here at home. Oh, you know, am I getting to collect some rent? <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see. We'll see how it takes off and then we'll, we'll go from there. But, you know, what? just just our everyday cooking meals and showing, you know, what I'm cooking for dinner that, you know, that just starting there it, it would be a big 
I think it would be fun. At least it would be fun for me because I love doing it, you know? And uh, I'd love to hear from you guys. If you think that that's a great idea, hit me up on my social media at Kathy Wakili or even um, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review, right? You know, leave a review and let me know in there. Yeah. And tell me what you think. And let us know about the babe thing too, right? <laughs> Rich <laughs> wants to know if he's a babe, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what was your favorite thing that we ate this time down in Memphis? The gumbo. The gumbo oh, yeah, soup. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of gumbos. Yeah. Uh, we kind of ate a uh, different uh, kind of, uh, not really Memphis, like no bar. We didn't, we didn't even have, have any barbecue, barbecue this time. I know. This time, because we didn't really have much time. We were running around and you were hitting all the uh, morning television shows. That was a lot of fun, promoting, too. Promoting. Yeah. I love you down there. Uh, you know what? I, I love being. Um, with the affiliates down there, the, the ABC, CBS, and NBC affiliates down there, they are just so warm and welcoming. And um, the morning shows. Uh, that one lady is like. Oh, Amy. I, Amy's. I can't say her last name. It's Greek. Steratopolis, something like oh, that. Oh, she's Greek? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, she's a sweetheart. And uh, we have fun in the kitchen together. And so they always are so warm and welcoming. And um, I love. You know, just visiting down there. They look forward to having yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a good time. And Jeremy down at the NBC affiliate. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's a sweetheart. The one that just came back from China. Right, Bluff City. Uh, Bluff City. I think it's called Bluff City Live. Yeah. Yeah, Bluff Bluff, Bluff City, City Live is is the um, the ship. He was away to India and China for twenty one days, and he was wondering why I wouldn't shake his hand. Now he did not even stop. He didn't visit China. He only passed through the airport. Quickly. All right. Well, so listen. thank God he's home safe. And with he's this virus, good. with this virus out there, it's kind of scary. Well, that can happen in any airport, but he thank God he he's fine. He didn't even spend any extended amount of time in China. So are people, are, I wonder if people have like uh, come back on their travel just domestically because of this virus. Well, I have like noticed that people are doing what we do. What's that? With the masks. I don't have a mask on. Well, you have a I scarf had, on. Okay. Well, still covering, covering yourself and washing your hands. You know, it's really, really important. I had the masks with me. I didn't put it on, but I had my scarf wrapped around my face the whole time. Yeah, I you like know, the bandit. You notice she had masks Dan even offer me one and wrap the scarf around her head. <laughs> He's like, oh, there's a way to get rid of this guy. No, if you get it, I get it. So how's that? Oh, yeah. All right. Good. D- duh. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, being taking care of your health and taking care of, you know, staying healthy is really, really, you know, the most important, especially in the winter months where we're your resistance or your immunities may be low and you catch things. So, so what would your web series be like? Like what, how would you start it? I think it's just start making basics, you know, and maybe taking. Like what's like, basic? Like boiling water? No, not boiling water. Like just a simple marinara sauce. How do you make, you know, how do you make a marinara sauce? How do you make meatballs? You know, how do you make a chicken cutlet? You know, just start that way. And then those things you could, you know, bridge off for that. Like if you start with a marinara sauce, then you show them how the simple marinara sauce could turn into a a more heartier meat sauce, something for a, like that. For a yeah. pasta, for, for lasagna, exactly, exactly things for like that. Uh, chili, right? Because that is that using chili? No, too? Oh. chili is a different sauce. Oh. 
Yeah, totally different spices, different. The only oh. thing that's the same is tomatoes. Marinara. And garlic. You know, but can you just buy marinara in a jar? Of course you can, but why not buy? Why not cook it from yourself? Start from scratch, and that way you know what's going into your the body. sauce. Exactly into, into your, your body. Into exactly. your body. Exactly. All right, so we are going to answer some questions. Oh boy! Yeah, but first, what they already are asking about the babe thing? No, 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 no. I had put a weekly poll out. Oh, a poll, uh, Instagram poll, and I asked my viewers, my my not my viewers. That's a poll, not a poll, like a strip of poll. It's a poll. Idiot. I asked my Instagram followers and my listeners. To send, I, I put out a question. What do you want to hear about? Questions from the heart. And so I have a lot of people that. Questions from the heart? Yes. Questions from the heart, I said. Matters of the heart. Oh, matters, matters of, the, of heart. the heart. So since it's February and it's Valentine's month and it's heart healthy month, you know, women. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about too. Men and women, heart health, heart health month. This is February. So I just went and had a stress test. Um, check yourself out, guys. Get get out there and get walking. Get your exercise in. I just had a stress test, and I'm so happy to report that everything's fine. Yeah, you know what, Doctor Kasemi, he's a great guy. He is. I started telling him I had a little bit of a palpitation or something. I don't even know what it was. And he goes, "We were having dinner together," and he said, "All right, Monday morning, you come into the office." And he called me and he says, "My God, your your wife's in better shape than you." See and. uh He's a good friend. You should have him on this podcast. I want to. I want to. I just have to tie him down he for can, when, you know, when, I can, when I can get him. He's so busy. He can share some secrets of keeping healthy. Yes, He's I want doctor. to. He's the doctor. I want to do that. And, you know, to, he just recently uh, lost some serious weight just from, you know, watching and cutting back and taking care of himself and really more concerned about his health, not so much about the weight part, but, you know, cutting back. And, and, and as a result of it, he lost some weight. You know? So what are the questions? Uh, the questions, I'll get to them right now. I'm pulling them up. But first, I want to talk about something really important. You know, so we're all paying attention to eating healthy, living healthier. Why not pay a little bit more attention to the products that we use on our bodies? You know, like deodorant, for instance. Well, the folks at Native have been doing that for some time. They believe in taking care of your body because it's the only place that you have to live. Did you know that many conventional deodorants contain aluminum, which form a plug in your sweat glands to keep you from sweating? Yikes. Well, native deodorant is made without aluminum so you can feel better about what you're putting on your body. It's safe. Native deodorant is formulated without aluminum, without parabens, and without talc. It's also vegan and it's never tested on animals. It's made with ingredients that you know, like coconut oil, shea butter. You wear deodorant every day. Shouldn't you be able to understand the ingredients in its list? Yeah, I mean, and it works too. Making the switch from an aluminum-free deodorant does not mean that you have to sacrifice on performance. Native will keep you smelling fresh and feeling fresh all day long. They have amazing scents like cucumber and mint, eucalyptus and mint, made for men and women. My personal favorite happens to be the lavender and rose, but another big popular scent is coconut and vanilla. They have something for everyone. They even have a set, an unscented version, baking soda-free formula for those people that have sensitivities. 
And the best part about it is you could try it at no risk. They offer free shipping on every order and Native even offers a 30-day return and exchanges in the in the US. If you're still not convinced, check out the reviews. There's over 9,000 five-star reviews from customers that have made the switch to Native. If you go to nativedeodorant.com and check those reviews out, you'll get a better sense of what I'm talking about. And the folks at Native have been so wonderful, they are offering a special 20% off your first purchase if you use my code, indulge. The friends of my show will get a 20% off their first purchase at nativedeodorant.com by using my promo code, indulge. Don't forget to use that at the checkout. Remember, the promo code is indulge for 20% off at nativedeodorant.com. I know you're going to love it. You can thank me later. I'm going to pull up my questions now, babe. So let's see, let's see, let's see. Some of the viewers. Here we go. Oh, someone wants Richie. Rich, someone wants you to do a real estate podcast. What do you think? That's from rthomas809. What do you think, Rich? A real estate podcast. Or maybe we'll, we'll talk about real estate as well. I, you know, I would love to do that. Uh, especially if my wife, you know, what? gives me the time to do so. Doesn't have to. Do, can I even share your equipment? You can share my equipment. I'll let you. Can share we talk it. about one day we can just do a yeah, real podcast estate podcast on real ourselves? Estate. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. That that would be a fun, you know, because I'd get a little informed too. Yes, teach me a little bit about real estate. I mean, I know a little bit, a thing or two, but. You can teach me the ins and outs. You don't need to know because you got this yeah. donkey doing it for you. Okay. This is a good one. I like this one. This Oh, this is from R. Thomas as well. R. Thomas 809. Is it about me? It is about both of us. If, <sighs> if you and Rich could have one famous person visit your house for dinner, who would it be? So... I think that ours would, would totally be separate. So you could get your your famous guest and I'll get my famous guest. You go first. What do you think, Rich? Be nice, too. Famous yeah, guest? Yeah, famous guest. I don't know. I have to think about that. I wish you would have told me these questions before. Well, no, that's what the whole idea is. It's, a, well, who's it's you, on the who, spot. Who would you uh, want to invite? I think that... Hmm. I think I would invite... Uh, What's his name? Andrew Zimmerman. No, it's Andrew Zimmern. Whatever the hell his name is. That okay, well, dude. I think that before you invite him over, you have to get his name right. Well, we'll figure that out at the time. But No, no, you you, you, you have to know his name. I think that might be one contender. Andrew, Andrew Zimmern. Yeah, that'd Another be cool. guy would, would have been great. From but Bizarre Foods. But he's passed on, God rest his soul, was Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, he'd be a character to yeah. have dinner with. Be, you know, be a lot of fun. Yeah, maybe Andrew not as much because I know he's a he's a recovering addict. God yes, bless. Right. And well, so was so was. Um, yeah, but Anthony he drank. Bourdain. Yeah, that's true. He did. Anthony drink. Bourdain drank. So yeah. I mean, you know, part of listen, part of dining and whining and cooking, it's like indulging, we do here, yeah. is indulging and you know not going crazy, but you know you have a little wine. You have a little grappa at the end of the dinner or cognac. True, true, true. And true, you, true. you would dessert wine. So you would have to, I think I, I would have, I would need someone. That you to, could really to get in there with you. With me. Yes. Someone that would be happy to indulge. So I, I think, uh, you know. Anthony Bourdain. Well, that's impossible. Right. To think about who else now. 
Okay. I screwed myself up here. I, I set myself do. up for like failure. <laughs> no, I don't think you've set yourself up for failure. And it didn't say, okay, yeah, that's cool. I think that I would like to have, let's see, there's just quite a few. I think it would be cool. I'd love to have Cher. I know. I knew you were going to say it. She's <laughs> like 90 pounds. How no, she she's mean? not. She eats. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she eats. What the hell? You put a home-cooked meal in front of somebody. I don't give a shit. If they don't eat it or they're dieting or whatever, they're going to eat. Well, you know what? I'm sure that Cher would be uh, good because she is Armenian, and I love Armenian food. Yeah. And, and and just besides that, just to hear everything that she, like her, her experiences in life and all that. And she's a character, too. She's got a really great sense of humor. And she's quick-witted, and we had a lot of fun when we went to her concert. She was great on stage. She's got a great personality. I oh, mean, we went I, to her concert? I went with the oh, girls. Yeah, that's right. That's good. It was uh, a mother and daughter night, and we had yeah, a blast. I wasn't was invited. Great. No, you were not invited. Uh, that okay. would have been a spot to test the babe radar. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, here's another one. J.Y. Cho. Chowote? I don't know. I don't Wait, know. let's go back to this to this thing here. I, I haven't really answered it. Oh. Since you would, obviously, it would be at the same time, correct? Our guests? No, it would be separate dinners. I oh. said that you get to choose who you want, and I get to choose who I want. Oh. Separate dinners, you know? You know who? Guy Fieri. He's a good guy. He's like Oh, a, yeah, he's fun. Yeah. Well, we've met him before. Yeah, he's very he's a friendly. Lot of fun. Yeah. He would like, you know. He would like be a uppity kind of guy to cook and yeah, he'd be indulge good, with. Yes, he would be. That's a good choice. Very I good. like that. All right, move on. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, how do you stay so trim and live a real life with food? Well, the thing is, we are always up and down, and so we're not as that that trim. That's sweet of you to say, but uh, you, the truth is, we we balance it out. We try to walk a lot. Yes. And whenever we take vacations, we do walk a lot on our vacations. We don't drive everywhere. Um, we, 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 we try everything in it, moderation. Yes. We do live a very healthy lifestyle. We do. We try to eat all natural ingredients. Yes. Uh, you know, fruits, vegetables. Yes. Proteins. Uh, you know, we, we, we never... Buy anything that's boxed, anything that's frozen, any, right. anything with fillers in it. That's no, the truth. That's the truth. I but make we do it a lot. eat like crazy. We do. And, uh, you know, we can. We both can use to lose weight. That's right. our whole lives. That's it. But at the end of the day, you know, there's a price to pay for either or. So we just try to balance we it out. We try to balance it out. And we like, again, we, we do stay active. So that's a really important part of, you know, being able to indulge a little bit on vacation and eat eat really great food um but it's a struggle it's it's not easy well, you catch yourself that's I gotta, the thing I, I just want to go back to eating real great food mm-hmm. the key word there is real if right. you eat real, real food, food clean yeah real food real fruits real vegetables real protein not anything processed because i see all these People, when I go to Costco or shopping, they're walking out with these jugs of protein shakes uh, and this powders and, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. You yeah. know what? I, I don't know, know what's probably, in there. I, I know you probably get more of protein and the smaller servings of that. But, dude, just go have a friggin' piece of fish or a piece of chicken or 
My preference is beef. I mean, I mean, you're I, a carnivore. Yeah, I eat meat. Yeah, and um, but you have to have it balanced with you know vegetables, exactly, or fiber and so on. So and it's real food. Thing, yes. it's real food. That's yes. what you have to concentrate on. Real food. And the other thing is as well is, you know, a lot of people are under the misconception that Italians cook with a lot of sauce and a lot of like there's sauce involved with everything. That's not true. Uh, basic, basic. We eat very clean as far as grilled vegetables or roasted vegetables or sauteed vegetables, but it's done in olive oil and garlic. There's not a lot of like cream sauces. I don't use a lot of cream sauces. I don't, and I don't use a lot of butter in my cooking. I use butter in my baking, of course, but I don't use a lot of butter in my cooking. Like a lot of times when you're eating out, you'll have a steak and it's so rich or whatever. They're starting it with butter. That's the first thing that goes in the pan. And that's the last thing that goes in the pan. Yeah. So I always ask them, please just make my steak without butter. Um, the chicken, my dish, try not to use a lot of butter. I use, I keep it pretty, pretty basic. Yeah, olive like, oil, like, garlic, salt, and pepper. And when I roast vegetables in the oven, it's olive oil, salt, pepper. And when you're getting fresh ingredients all the time from the farmer's market or from the market, like simple as carrots, why would I buy frozen carrots when I have fresh carrots available to me all the time and, and roast cheap. them up? Yeah. And, you and, know, and a couple greens. of pieces of zucchini that you chop up and you just saute exactly. it with a little garlic and salt. That's exactly. real food. And my, like my wife was saying, you know, you go to these steakhouses, oh my God, the steaks are phenomenal. Yeah, they are because they're, they're, they're Loaded right, in before, butter. right before they're serving Served it up you. to you. They're taking a little ladle, what is that called? A ladle? Ladle, yeah. Ladle with if a little it, bit of butter. hot butter and just butter. pouring on top of it. Of course, it's going to taste good, but you don't need all of that stuff. Exactly. So eating real food. Real food and eating whole foods. Making like it, really food. trying to figure out how to make it yourself. Listen, we all like to go out to dinner for once in a while. Uh, and most of the time when I go out to dinner, I'm lucky because we do a lot of cooking in our home. Uh, the only reason why we go out to dinner most of the time, nine out of ten times, is social. It's social. It's a social right. thing. You know, we're hanging out with some friends. You know, you're chit chatting, getting caught up, but uh, making it home. You saving money. You you know what you're putting into your body, and um, if you meal prep too that, for during the that week, helps. That's, that helps too. Yeah. So here's the next question. Do you still cook dinner at night for your family? Yes, I do. We we make it a point when we're home. We're not if we're not on the road. We do. We cook dinner every night and we have a dinner together with the not, family. Yeah, ninety percent of the times that we are home, we're at, we're making dinner at home. Yes, unless like I said, if it's a social thing that's going on and we're going out for the for, for the night with some friends. Right. But sometimes we just tell our friends to come over come here, here and we'll eat here. And we'll eat here because. We know what the hell in. we're eating. And the other thing is too, when we cater, when when, when I we bring takeout in, it's a lot of times from Pizza Love. Yeah, because yeah. I know what's going in there. Exactly. And I tell them like, leave this out or leave that out because I know what's happening at Pizza Love. Exactly. And a, a big problem that we have is when we go out that to dinner. That is Pizza Love and Wyckoff, by the way. Yes. No one knows. Yes. You guys got to come our, check us out. Yeah. <laughs> so if you go to, a lot of times. Wyckoff, New Jersey. Do you mind not cutting me off all the time? All right. When I'm talking. Well, you're not letting me talk. Okay. All right. What's next? 
Okay. I think we addressed that question. Yeah. To death. Okay. Do I speak fluent Italian? I speak, yeah, I would say I speak fluent Italian. It's not the greatest. I speak a dialect. So I usually don't, um, that, that question is from Mount, Mount New York, underscore New York. I do speak Italian. I'm not the greatest at it. I struggle with it. I understand everything, but I speak a dialect. So I'm not that proud of it. And I really, the more I use it, like we just had my cousins here came to visit from, uh, Naples. They, they came to Florida and visited with us. And the more I use my Italian, the better I get at it, but I don't have a need to practice it all the time. So, uh, of course you lose it. And, but you know, she does, she does like when we go to Italy, you know, she does get us through. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But my son, Joseph, he does. Yeah. He speaks it properly and very well, uh, because he, studied it in school and when he speaks when we're in Italy together and he speaks my wife's relatives tell me that he speaks it very beautifully like properly yes, yes. and they tell me when, that, well, when my wife speaks it forget about it like I said I'm not proud of it dialect. I yeah I speak dialect and I never learned conjugation and how to you know put you know I don't I don't know the past present and and uh future tense of a lot of words I just speak from memory of what I know and most most of the ki- most of people that live in the states actually speak it in dialect yes um Sharon Kier let's see I'm going to get this right Sharon Kirvella Kirvella Sharon Kivarella. I think that's how I have it I think that's the right way to pronounce it sorry Sharon if I messed it up so, Kathy, where and how did you learn the love of cooking and baking? Well, I learned to learn cook and bake in the kitchen with my mom. Just being there, growing up in the in the kitchen, there was always something cooking. Doing my homework at the kitchen table, you know, she'd run run to the other room and make me make sure I was watching it. Or you know, you just smell the smells that are coming off the the stove, and you know when the garlic is done and just prepping along with my mom in the kitchen. And that's how I learned. And then, you know, getting involved and doing it myself and learning, you know, hands-on making mistakes. And my mother-in-law taught me a lot of things. So I always had an interest in cooking and an interest in, in, um, entertaining and feeding people. So I think that's where it came from too. And, and, And can I jump in here? Yes, you can. And for people that, uh, think that you have to be this cook or this chef, to uh, cook at home. Listen, we went back earlier to to uh, saying you buy real food, you saute it, you cook it, you grill it. We do a lot of grilling in our house. We do, we do. Um, and listen, whatever you can't figure out, there's a YouTube thing for everything these days. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So there's not that much technical to you don't have to be that technical to cook no and you learn as you 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 go along you start out with basic things and you learn as you go along and see what works and and um you know that's the best way to learn by doing uh let's see the next question carol fisher five six five eight are you a culinary school trained chef no carol i am not a culinary uh school trained chef i am not a chef I am a cook. That's what I believe. You know, I don't want to ever, I am. I have an honorary degree, a chef degree from a college, 
a cooking school, but I am, I am, I, I never went to a formal training like a French Institute or, you know, the Culinary Institute or anything like that. I've learned just like some of the greats out there just by cooking and doing in the kitchen. So like for instance, uh, Nigella Lawson, she is not a chef. She doesn't consider herself a chef, but she's a cookbook author. She's a great cook. She's a home cook, just like me. I am a home cook. I've learned over the years by doing, by entertaining, by, you know, over and over and over again. And I would, I don't like to, um, you know, give myself that label because I, I, I have the utmost respect for chefs that have been trained in the culinary institutes and have gone through training in France or Italy, or not to say that I wouldn't love doing that, but I never had a chance to do that. I've just learned from cooking and experience. I have a restaurant. I know the way things work in the kitchen at the restaurant. Um, I've done catering, but I'm self-taught. I learned from, you know, working with my mother in the kitchen and so many of these great chefs have learned their, their real basics. You learn a lot of techniques in the kitchen and culinary school, but a lot of people, the great chefs, have learned from their grandmas in the kitchen, and that's where their love of cooking stemmed from. They just rushed up on their techniques in culinary school. So, And most great chefs, I think, are moms and housewives. Exactly. And exactly. mother-in-laws and grandmas and... And, and, and listen, you, you know, like I said, we said earlier before, you know, you go out to a steakhouse, you have a steak, it's it's fantastic, but they're putting so many extra things in it to make you yes. want more and more. So, yes. So that's how I've learned. And I appreciate your question. And um, something that I like to address because I don't consider myself a chef. I consider myself a really great cook and I love teaching people how to cook. You know, I'm not you know, I never, again, I have the utmost respect and I don't want to take that away from the chefs that have earned that title. But at the same time, there are some really fabulous, fantastic, very skilled home cooks that got their start just by cooking in the kitchen with their moms and grandmas. And you guys might get a chance to see one when Kathy starts her mini yes. web series. Yes. Cooking with who? With Richie? No, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. And here's another one uh, from JBUA914. Pasta making for beginners. You'd like to learn how to make pasta. Yeah, that's that's something that I would definitely consider doing um, on my web series. So let's, I'm going to really give some serious thought to and, that. And honestly. Thank you watch, so much. But listen, let me. can I chime in here? Watching yeah, you. I didn't finish my question. Oh. Like you could chime in, but let me finish my, my question, dude. I mean, you know, now the babe has gone out the window. Uh, Go ahead. Now I lost my train of thought. Go ahead. Say what you have to say. Like making homemade pasta. I've seen watching your mom and you making it. Yes. It's not that difficult. No, it's not that di difficult. It takes some time. There's a little technique involved. You need to, you know, but again, but by doing it over and over again, you get better at it. You get quicker in it. My mother could and it's make tastier. five pounds of pasta in, in a matter of 40 minutes or less than that, 20 minutes. But yeah. it's tasty. It's much tastier. And, the, and you know the ingredients. There's no stabilizers that go into that making that pasta. So you know what's in it. It's flour, water, or flour and egg. It's now, pretty. It's pretty easy. Now, where it becomes difficult is if you're doing like raviolis. Yeah, of course. Tortellinis, bit, yeah. or chietta, yes. right? Yes, those are a little bit more difficult. 
Okay, guys, that's it for our questions. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And thank you for sending in your questions. I really uh, appreciate that. And I will be doing a weekly question and answer section, you know, of the podcast. I think it's fun to interact with you all. And I love how interactive you have become. Have a great, great week. Thanks again for tuning in and we will see you back here. Well, we'll we'll be chatting with you back here next week on Eat, Live, Love, Indulge. When you get a chance, please run over to or hop on over to Apple Podcasts and I'd appreciate you rate and review the podcast. Check me out on my social media. It's Kathy Wakili and Richard Wakili and leave us your comments. Have a great week. Thanks again, guys. Thank you. Thank you.